word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day are slubber. And this is an actual, like, this is for my, my, you know what I'm talking about? Slubber, a verb meaning to perform hastily or carelessly. Hmm. Slubber. Slubber. Sounds like that, uh, what was that movie that came back in the 90s? Slubber, R.I.P. Rob Williams. Yes. R.I.P. Good movie. R.I.P. It was a good movie, yeah, it was. All right, so slubber, to perform hastily or carelessly. Flan, your word of the day unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. It's actually not even a word. It's more of a phrase this time around. That's that on that. Most of the time used at the end of a person's argument. So if you uh, want to punctuate your argument, apparently you say that's that on that. And that's that on that. That's that on that. Boom. Stamp it. That's that on that segment. Okay. So safe to say you're ready to go? Yes. Let's get it on. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since the young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it why Work for myself like all you niggas aren't Nigga, you probably can Google me, eh Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh Wake up like, what are you doing today? I'ma get fresh to economy, eh I'ma go back to hiatus If these juice won't play this Might die, might die R.I.P. to my pain Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes, for regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Yee, yee, yee. How's it going, dude? It's going good about you. You know, hanging in there. Good. Monday was rough. Monday was real rough. Tuesday was better, and it's Wednesday now, so I've completely forgotten about it, and now I think we're ready to go 15-1. Or 15-1, yeah. It's, uh, take it to the bank. Take it to the bank! Who do they play next Sunday? Seattle. We're on to Seattle. In, in, in Seattle? No. It's in Pittsburgh? It's at the condiment. Yeah. Maybe. What do you mean? Maybe. No, it, Heinz Field, that's a ketchup. So the condiment, Maybe. ketchup's a condiment. Maybe. It's at the condiment. Maybe. 
They're going to get the W. He's holding up a W right now since you guys can't see, obviously, for clear reasons. All right, Flan. We have a lot to get to today. Great show, great show. Explain the science of why they can't see that. What? Explain the science of why they can't see that. This is an audio platform, <laughs> so they only hear our voices. They can't see. You uh, can only... You I got can it. I get it now. You can only hear... Oh, I thought they could see it. You can only see words... You can only see words with your ears on an audio platform. How about that? Because they have to dance around and create an image in your head. Like right now, we are huddled around in a poor man's... A very poor man's Joe Rogan setup right now with some tables and... And podcast Love Rogue. Mics. Love Rogue. Yep. Well, Rogue in. And, uh, yeah. Flan thinks he's looking hella swole right now. I just ate some cobs. I'm a little puffy right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck off. Who's your, who's your alpha? Alpha, beta, zeta. Who's your alpha? Uh, Raider fans are my alpha. Oh, is this because of the champ? Oh, yeah. I was there Monday night, too. Yes, sir. Absolutely epic after the first touchdown, the entire 60,000 sta- uh, seat stadium was just yelling, fuck A-B. Was it actually sold out, 60,000? Yeah, was it, it, was, like, it was sold was out. Tar- okay. Every, that, I, that place was rocking, too. That's how literally every NFL game should be, is like at the Coliseum. But just grimy, the diehard fans. Like, no, like literally, that's disgusting. You want to hate yourself for loving this but, like, team if you, so if much. You, no, well, the thing if you go, if you go from that that stadium to something like Levi's, it's night and day. The 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 atmosphere you you can't match that. What do you think they're gonna that. get in Vegas? That's exactly what I'm saying. It just sucks that they're leaving. That that's an awesome Actually, place to see a football Vegas, game. Vegas, that there, there and Candlestick were awesome places to see football games. Vegas has an equally good chance of aging about as poorly as Oakland, although they have the money behind them to keep up the renovations. But given the type of traffic that's going to be flowing through that stadium and how shitty that they're going to be all the time, I feel like that stadium could age poorly. There's just going to be piss everywhere. No, I don't, I don't think, that, I think that team's going to be about next year. No, I'm talking about the fans. The oh. fans just being sloppy and how well, the stadium... Yeah, well, the you, said, is... you said that the game should be like that at, at O.Co. Coliseum, right? Well, that thing is trashed. And there's some well, no, there's ambiance there's an ambiance and a history behind it and I'm saying that that adds to it right that creates the mystique of what what, what created an, an, that experience for you and I'm saying Vegas can get to that it may not take 30 years they may be able to accelerate that process given the environment that surrounds Vegas and who's going to be going to those games right but we'll see but um yeah the uh the one question I always want to know is when you have the when the Raiders are playing Vegas and the visiting team's fans coming to town. And they're at the club at Vegas till five, six in the morning, the night before the game, and then they get two or three hours of sleep. Players or the fans? The fans. Yes. And they hit two, three hours of sleep. And they have one beer, and they're back to being as hammered as they were before they went to bed. <laughs> you're gonna have, you have a lot of people. I feel like in that stadium, just like just just blacked. Sounds like a personal problem. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> just giving away the game plan. All right, Flan, who's your beta? Beta of the week goes to Joe Flacco. Oh, and no. actually, I'm just going to say the Denver Broncos in general. So that oh, would be a lot no. better than they sucked. Denver Broncos. Especially their, their defense is very, very, very oh. below average. Can I thought. we, dare we say, overrated? Uh, overreact on week one. Denver's defense is overrated. I don't think they're overrated. I think we all thought they would be just like a you know, whatever team. I don't think anybody thought they are going to dominate. Uh, to be fair, they, nobody that, that, saw that, Derek Carr coming out and looking like he was going to win the NFL MVP nine yards at a time. Well, he, doesn't he always play his first game? He had a pretty good first game last year against the Rams. Ooh, Didn't he? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, he's, he's severely average. 
you know, and the water always kind of finds its level. Well, no, water always finds its level, and we'll kind of see he that also happen had, with Derek he Carr. Had no, he had no help last year, though, Derek Carr. He had nobody. Who's he got this year? He has that. He has that running back as a oh, stud. Yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And then they have that receiver that looked really good too. Who? It was uh, Tyrell Williams. His name. Okay. Is he hurt now? No, he's still playing. Their their, their safety was hurt. Oh, he Abrams. played the whole. Abrams. I, Abrams. He played the whole game with a torn rotator cuff. That was savage. But uh, they they have. I was very very surprised how good they looked. They looked really good. The Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah. And that's why the Broncos are your beta. Well, they, I, just, I just thought they'd be a lot better, and they, they just shit the bed. Okay. Because when you have Von Miller and Bradley Chubb on the outside, and they didn't sack the quarterback once or touch him. <laughs> Tough. Your Zeta. Zeta is... Um, I'm just going to keep going, rolling on the uh, NFL. NFL Zeta. So they, they penalized my boy... Um, Quan Alexander for his headbutt in yeah. Sunday's game. <laughs> that was so blatant, bro. Wow. So the NFL fine system, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. This is football, man. This ain't no <laughs> child sport. <laughs> he dove at a quarterback when he was clearly or, giving himself or up I, on or the play. I, or I can give it to all the media outlets that are calling out Kobe for calling out seventh graders for not playing basketball on his, on his Instagram. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll stick with the NFL fine system. That's But come on. I mean, never mind. I'm, I'm over that. All right, Flan, let's move on to some talking points. First up, A.B. to the Patriots. We, had brief, we, we talked about this. We covered it on Sunday. But since then, I think the question, we, we, we came to the consensus agreement that he's going to have a short leash. It's week to week. You're going to see how these things go. Now there's possible sexual assault. A former trainer has come forward and said that she was raped three times. And then there were some pretty disturbing text message, graphic text messages that came out talking about things going certain places and stuff going everywhere. So that's not a good look. But I will say, promising for AB's camp, he was at practice today. So it kind of shows you where the Patriots' level of concern is at this. But they've also had a historic way of being like, we're going to let the process play itself out. So we're still going to utilize what you're doing on the field. And then we'll get to the point where you either can stay on the team or we'll just have to cut ties, but we're going to ride the shit out of you until then, you know? And did you see what Rosenhaus or what it was agent Rosenhaus said on sports center earlier? Pulled nope. the whole, as the father of two daughters, I would not be here if I didn't a hundred percent believe what Antonio Brown was saying. And it was just very tasteless and just kind of like the, what do you mean? What do you mean, man? What does that have to do with anything, right? Like, anybody could take a look at these accusations and the evidence that's provided before them and just be like, this is a really bad look. If I were in his camp, I would distance myself from this. Like, unless you are 100% believing, you truly, truly, truly believe, given all that has happened in this guy's past, that you believe Antonio Brown. And this is, like, definitely top two. One of the worst things to happen to him this offseason. And I guarantee this wasn't part of the plan that people are talking about, the plan for to get out of Oakland, to get to, to get to New England. So and if he loses if he if he loses out in New England, who's left? Who's gonna take the chance on him? Because at that point I feel like you officially get labeled as too problematic. It's pretty problematic. 
Thank you for your contribution. It's, it's, a, it's an unfortunate situation. Well, you got to let the facts play out, but I'm just saying everything, all the evidence and everything that has come to light so far, not a good look. And given his priors, yeah, it's not, it's not looking very good. It'll be interesting to watch that play out. And I think, first off, very smart move by the Patriots. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't answer any questions on it. You put out a very vague statement, and he's going to keep playing until more details come to light that would incriminate him. So, moving on. You talked about this being the NFL, let them play, not let little kids. This is the NFL. It ain't no fashion show, big dog. Explain Odell's watch. We didn't talk about it enough on or at all on Sunday. Apparently, this is like a $350,000 watch. What's funny about Odell's watch is it's the legend of Odell's watch, right? He played in it, but how much is it worth? Because at first, it started off at $100,000. Then it jumped to one seventy-five, two fifty. I've heard now three fifty and five hundred thousand. So I just want to know how high up is it going to keep climbing? Uh, I don't know. You got to ask him. Did you see it though? Did you yeah, see I the watch? Yeah, I saw it like an Apple Watch or something. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Like. A G Shock. That was G Shock. No, it's not a G Shock. Oh. I don't even know the brand. That's what I'm saying. Like I personally don't. I know that I will never be able to afford a watch that expensive. So don't care. But I think it. It's a little reckless, even given given his income. It's a little reckless to take something like that out onto the field. Although Alvin Kamara also busted out a just grill, just a diamond grill from Johnny Dang, I believe, uh, the Houston Houston designer. So jewelry, and I mean, I've never had a problem with guys wearing necklaces. That's fine. You know, Moncrief has some uh, dog tags, although I wanted to rip it off his fucking neck because he kept dropping the goddamn ball on Sunday night. But, there, you know, like, and other wide receivers have other stuff. I think the most ridiculous chain I've seen is a baseball player. I, I think you play for the... The Rays, I'm not sure where he plays now, but he just had the entire outline of the state of Florida. And it was the size of a fist, just right there, just <laughs> dangling between his jersey. Like, that's, that's obnoxious. But, I mean, guys play with the earrings on all the time, you know. So, But I just thought that was a little, uh, a little out there, man. And it's not like it's a flashy watch, right? Like, it definitely looks like it's a sleek designer. Like, no diamonds, no nothing, like, you know, like that. But why? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make unless, sense. Unless he's getting paid to go out there because with it on, and they're going to say, hey, we'll pay your fine for you. This will just be free advertising because look at the big deal that we made it. Mm-hmm. That's a plausible explanation, correct? Yeah. Okay. So make sure I'm on to something there. I think you are. All right. Next up, we have the California Fair Pay to Play Act. Flan, have you heard about this? College kids can now get paid for their likeness if they attend a California university. This is this happened. Well, it's on the verge of happening. Sorry, I got a little premium, premature there. Aren't they not going to be able to participate in the playoff then, or any or any playoff activities? Well, here's the NCAA. Funny you should ask, right? Because it now sits at the desk of Governor Gavin Newsom, having passed through the California House and California Senate. He signs it. It goes into effect in 2023, so there's still time to figure it out. But yes, effectively, what this does is it tells the university, that you must pay the student-athletes for their likeness, right? Or any sales, or they get a portion of the cut, basically is what, what this is saying is the, the, the kids are finally getting some money. It says nothing about the NCAA. So the NCAA can go around to these colleges and just deem the player ineligible, and then if that California university wants to still participate in NCAA-affiliated events, a la bowl games, March Madness, the College World Series, the Women's College World Series, that player is ineligible. That player doesn't play anymore. So while we think 
there's going to be a or a gravitation to California school universities if that's if those schools can't participate in the NCAA and get a part of that money then why would they want to pay the student athletes so i think what you're going to see is more student athletes leaving California to stick with the NCAA because you can get way more money off the off the illegal violations you know and all the gifts and stuff is like that you know cuz realistically the player likeness is again while every student is entitled to a bit of the a piece of the pie, it's really just going to be the occasional superstar that pops up on your campus. You know, the transcendent ones will get paid more, and then there'll be other stars that kind of get looked to as like, is this going to be the carry the torch guy? So they might get something for a year, and then you know, then and then that's done. But it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because the NCAA is not there's no rule of law there, and they're free to challenge it if they want. And I know they got the pockets to do it. But I think ultimately what comes down is if California wins this, when, when the NCAA does it, if, it, if California passes this and NCAA comes after California and California wins, the NCAA can always have that ace in the hole of saying, well, you're not playing in these tournaments. You're not getting a cut of this money. Good luck getting that money through the Pac-12 network or whatever your TV broadcast rights and deals are. But we're also, you can't play other NCAA competitions. So you can only other play other California schools. Ooh. Yeah. You covered it there, dog. I was, that's what I was just trying. I'm, I mansplained a little bit. Sorry, I know it's 2019. And you're not supposed to do that, but I didn't know if you had heard anything about it from no, the original thing. Not. Yeah, right from the original indication. You, yeah, you did not show me that you had seen that. I'm sorry. I blabbed a lot there. I really did. But I was informed. We had some good stuff to cover. I'm glad we did. I am smarter now. Thank you. All right, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. On November 11th, 1995, Indiana's Alex Smith set what is quite possibly the, well, it is the single game rushing record, but might be possibly never broken again record with 22 rushes in one quarter. I was waiting on that to end. Jesus Christ, man. That was wordy. Who, who yep, just, just like when I listen to your podcast. Oh, thank oh. you very much. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to end. Glad you're an active <laughs> participant. And I'm sure. Yeah, hey, at least I make the listens happen, okay? Everybody else is too. That's the cohort. Just kidding. It was okay. a long winded way of saying 22 rushes in a single quarter of college football. Who do you play for? Record. Indiana. Indiana. The Hoosiers. How long ago was that? 1995, so right when you were born. Uh, two years after. Get yeah, I was so close. What's that face for, Flynn? Pats are an 18.5-point favorite. Well, yes, we're going to be covering that game here in a second, man. This is the face of a man who looks like he just saw a ghost because he can't believe the spread was that ridiculous. Tim, what is, is, it? It, is, it the high, is it the highest spread ever? The Yes, yes, it is. Uh, especially, it's a college football spread. Especially on the road. It's, it's got to be the highest road favorite ever in NFL history, and it's going to continue to climb as they get closer, but I had to cap it for the purpose of the segment. I might hit the Dolphins. It was the, it was the Pats-Dolphins game that I sent you, Tim, that we're going to cover here in a couple minutes, guys. It's at 19 now. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff's, ta Jeff's taking Dolphins money line. No, 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 that's a stupid, that's a, that's a dumbass bet right there. All right, Tim, let's get some uh, three up, three down. Ooh, we'll try. Three up, three 
All right, first up, Tim. Uh, the first up is, if I can find it really fast here, I just had it. Um, I'll just go ahead and say the first up is the Oakland Athletics. Ah, oh, the A's. Okay. They are currently tied, if I remember correctly, for the uh, wild card spot. But I got an email today that they're selling postseason tickets, Ooh. which is great. Okay. So, okay. Good, good for the A's being able to sell postseason tickets. Very confident. Very, very confident. Very competent. I'm looking at the wild card standings right now. I could be wrong. I've been wrong in the past. Don't worry. We'll let you know if you are. Thank you. No problem. They are. Indeed. In fact, they own a half game lead on the second wild card spot over Cleveland, and they are one and a half games back at Tampa Bay for the first wild card spot. Nice. All right, Tim. Would it be if Boston didn't make the playoffs this year? It's looking like they're not gonna because Luki they're and JD would walk. Nine and a half. They're nine and a half games back of the second wild card spot. So don't. Yipes. And they're not catching New York because yeah, they already they're already it. Super. Well, they're super. 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 There you go. All right. So for, uh, first down. Oh, I think we all know what it's gonna be. Mr. Christian Yelich out for the season. MVP, maybe not front runner, but he was neck and neck for MVP race. What was the what was the bet plan that Big Cat and PFT had with each other, where they had to eat each other's asses if he won the home run derby? Oh, okay. I was I thought thought that was the MVP. Never mind. Continue, Tim. Um, yeah, fouled a pitch off his right kneecap and broke it. Hairline fracture. Oh no. It's disgusting. How long is it? Well, no, the season's almost over. Season. That must be so painful. Yeah, Maybe it's got to hurt so bad. You can't even I would think so. I can't even imagine. I, I remember I was at the game when Jermaine Dye did it as an Oakland athletic, and that noise was horrendous. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, he just hit the ball. Hello. Oh, he's on the ground. Yeah, no. That's not that good. Outshout population him. Yeah. Second up. Second up, uh, the Dodgers clinched the West again for the seventh straight season. The Doyers. Woo! See if they can actually win the World Series and I'll be impressed. Yeah, we'll see if they do. I doubt it. I know. It's it's, like, I don't know. I don't know who's coming out of Central or who's coming out of the East, but those American League teams are looking pretty stout yeah. once I again just, this year. It really doesn't matter who comes out of the National League. It's looking like whoever makes it through the American League. Your only hope is that the American League – whittles itself down it's like the the nba finals the past couple of years where you just kind of hope that golden state's road to the finals was so treacherous that they got beat up and then you could catch them slipping in the end right i feel like whoever is in the national league and they make it and then they make it to the world series is just looking at the american league like please go seven every single series every <laughs> single series of every single team go seven games well it would be like how probably the teams felt against uh whatever year it was where the giants snuck in in the wild card and won the world series I think that's the hard thing, though, is if you're going seven games and you get that momentum boost, you almost want them to go like, oh, swept, oh, swept, we're big, tough, cool guys. Oh, fuck. Was that 2012 or 2014, Flynn? What? The year the Giants snuck in as the wild card team won the World Series. Uh, they snuck in as a wild card in 2014. Okay. Beat the Pirates 9-0 in the wild card game. Yeah. All right. Second down, Tim. Second down is... The Philadelphia Phillies. Mm. And particularly the video circulating around of JT Real Muto shaking his head when a pitcher comes over <sighs> the bullpen. That was a great video. I love that. I love it. We are so much baseball truth. Speaking of the Phillies, what's Harper's uh, stat line this year? 
I don't know, but not enough to warrant three hundred million or four hundred million dollars, whatever the fuck you got. Yeah, I remember looking at that like a month or two ago. I was thinking, wow. <laughs> they're winning. They're they're kind of winning. They're above five hundred. Survey says he is batting two fifty four with one hundred and two RBIs, eleven stolen uh, bases. Hundred and two RBIs, eleven stolen bases, thirty one home runs, and. He is hitting a slugging 499 right now. So I guess that 315 batting average here is just a fun, was this an anomaly? Uh, the one year that he hit 315. The MVP year. Three. He, well, he hit 330 in the MVP year, and yeah. then he hit 319 in his other MVP year. I thought so, I won one MVP. It says MVP 12 right here. Oh, no, Posey won it in 12. No, this is in 2017. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, he finished 12th in the MVP standings. Excuse oh. me. Okay, I misread that. Okay. And, yeah, Tim, you still there? I'm still here. Okay, we just kind of went I was, on. I was, looking at, I was looking at more stats. Sorry, I'm... Advanced metrics. Guys, I'm Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, what's also down or kind of weird is the weather in this, in this Atlanta-Philadelphia game because we were watching it right at the beginning when we started this call with you, and it was coming down while the Phillies were pitching, and now the Phillies are batting, and it doesn't look like it's, ra- it's rained at all. So, you know, what's going on there in Philadelphia? No idea. I don't know. It's still coming around the other day. Yeah, well, the stadium's looking empty like, it did, like they all do on a fucking weekday. All beautiful right. stadium. Beautiful, beautiful stadium. It is. Tim, third up. Third up is really a down, and that is the race to the first overall pick in the MLB draft. The Baltimore Orioles are trailing the Detroit Tigers by two games. Yes, congratulations to the Tigers on their accomplishment of being the first team to 100 losses this year. Good for them. Yes. And then your last down. Still same thing? No, why would that be my last thing? Well, because you, said, be you said your you said your third up was going to be a really like a down. And so I'm, I'm trying to deduce if that means that your down was your up. If up is down Our, and down is up. My last down is going to be Mike Trout. Oh, no. Yes. What happened? Angels are not going to make the postseason, and he's not going to get the MVP, although he should again. (laughs) What a waste of talent. I was going to say, is there a big name a bigger waste of talent in sports? Antonio Kevin Garnett on the Timberwolves. Then he went, but then he went to, he didn't sign a long term deal. He went to, uh, went to Boston. Yeah. And I mean, he played well with other players, but that's because he, he went somewhere where they could surround him with talent. He went to an organization that knew what the fuck it was doing. Yeah, like Chris Bosh on the Raptors. Whatever happened to yeah. that uh, that pitcher? Uh, Although I think KG was a better better big than Chris Bosh, so or better player if they were going to put them both at the four. Two what, different types of four players, Tim. But I think whatever happened to that pitcher hitter guy from Japan the Angels signed last year? Shohei Otani. Whatever happened to him? Jinx, bro. Two eighty six, twenty eight, and I can't remember what his other stat line was last time I saw. But he still hasn't thrown. He hasn't pitched yet. I think that's going to be next season because he's still recovering from Tommy Young. No, it's just a matter of time. Did he already have elbow problems when he, got, when he, like, when he signed? Look, look, Anaheim's been tanking for years now, and they're doing it for <laughs> next year's postseason no. push, all right? Anaheim is, like, in the same category where the Memphis it's Grizzlies. Los Angeles, Memphis, Angels of Anaheim, you ignorant. Where the Memphis Grizzlies were for the longest time in the NBA. Where they're, like, that team that's, like, they're not. They're At not, least the Grizzlies made the playoffs. No, I'm saying well, there's only six. You can only make, there's only, what, six teams that make it out of the. There's not, like, eight in uh, NBA. 
No, there's, there's only six. five teams that make it if or you want five. to include the, yeah, the wild card game. Yeah, so there's less teams that make the playoffs, first off. But they just, they're like in the same position with the Grizzlies where they're, they're not terrible enough to get the top five pick in the draft. They're not good enough to... They're in no man's land. Yeah. They're mediocre no man's land where the, you just wander and aim for all eternity, never winning more <laughs> than, you know... 80 games. 80 games and never losing more than never lose. Yeah, you you never win more than. No, I take that back. You never win more than 90 games, but you never lose more than you know 70 something like that. You just you're always. I don't think they've ever won 90 games and with Trout on the team. Except for this season. So. They've already lost 79 games this year. Sorry, Jeff. Oh, they have. Okay, never mind. I think I said that. Okay. I said that backwards. I said that backwards. You'll Let's always, you you'll always, you'll always, like Flan had it right, right. You'll, you'll always win seventy games guaranteed, and then what you do with the rest of the season's on you. But you're more than likely gonna lose the remaining ninety or whatever, however that math works out there. So, you know, I ain't no mathematician. All right. Uh, okay, so that's the three up, three down with Tim. And now we're going to move over to Lytle's Locks. We're going to be on the phone here with Bill in a little bit. But first, Tim, let's review your week one performance. Yes. How do you think you did from memory? Uh, how many games were there? Five. Five? I'm going to say I went three and two. Correct, because I texted nice. you that. So did you, you? Yes, I did. Uh, you I lost out on the Nebra- you lost out on the Nebraska game and your wild card game with the Lions because that just that was unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. But nailed everything else. How do, how do you feel about this week's games? I uh, I gave you the games earlier. I texted you them. So you are currently in second place, tied with me for second place. Flanagan, coming out hot week one, man. Coming out hot. How'd I do? How'd I do? Four and one. Damn right. Good job. Man, what happens when you go risky business on those wild card picks? Yeah, well, you know, it happens. All right, Tim, so... First game, Arizona State at Michigan at number 18, Michigan State. Michigan State is favored by 14 points. Who you got? Why go? Give me Michigan State. Is that who I took? Yes. I thought I you. Yes. Yeah, give me Michigan State. Any particular reason? Uh, they're ranked in Arizona State. is not in Arizona State. It's not looking that good this year. Okay, valid point. All right, moving on. Trash. Number trash. nine, yeah. University of Florida at Kentucky. Kentucky is getting eight points at home. Roar! Give me those Wildcats. Doesn't surprise me. We're just going to move on there because I already know there's an anti-Gator bias there. Yeah, um, I just was not impressed by what they did against Miami. Did you see what they did against say. UT Martin, though? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess a high school team. Laid the wood on those boys. I should say that because Florida State took overtime to beat a high school team, too. <laughs> so, those damn Division FCS schools that just get the best <laughs> of you. you know, yep. Fuck them. All right, and then the bonus... Uh, college football game this week because I said fuck it why not uh, Hawaii at number 23 Washington Washington is giving 21 and a half points give me those rainbow warriors alright alright any particular reason uh, they beat Arizona week one so they're just they're in their path is a bunch of Pac-12 schools that they're just going to mow down just do- I just think this uh, I think Washington they fell flat I don't know how they're still ranked. Uh, they're one and one, right? If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see how they're still ranked when other teams are not. But without that, with that being a side subject, I don't know. I don't think Washington's going to cover. At least is what it should be more. I mean, there's no Timmy Chang out there for Hawaii, but there's no. What was that kid's name? Colt Brennan, the one who had his hair braided and uh, he'd throw for Jim or June Jones. He'd throw the ball like 50 times a game for the air raid. 
For Hawaii? Yeah. yeah, yeah you know Cole what I'm talking Brenner about? Or Cole like Brenner, yeah. yeah it the was like, weird thing with his hand. Yeah, it was yeah. like right around. He was like between Carson Palmer. If we're going to go UFC quarterbacks because they Hawaii would play USC back in the day like that. It was after Carson Palmer, but or, uh, but might have been around the same time as Matt Leiner. Maybe a little bit after that, actually. I take it back. Ooh, during the Sanchez? Ooh, no. Was he? I think he might have been before Sanchez. Because wasn't there that John David Booty kid that took over or something like that? I thought that Sanchez was right after Leonard. I could be wrong. It doesn't matter. It was right around that time. That's where Sanchez was, was right before. Sanchez was right before John David Booty. Okay. Well, it was right around that time of those three quarterbacks. I knew it was after Palmer. I was, I was referencing. It went, it, went, I think it, went, it went Liner, then Booty, Sanchez. Palmer was kind of like the introduction of like my recent memory of like you are like the beginning of being like USC is a historic program. Not so much recently, you know, but we're like there's it's a big deal to be like the USC quarterback. That's like that the, whole area just banking on Urban Meyer going there next year. Oh, 100%. <laughs> All right, Tim, thank you very much. Do you have any po- – oh, 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 we're not even done. My bad, dude. Hold on. Sorry. Pump the brakes there, Jeff. Jesus Christ. There's Jeff, finishing early. Colts at, always. <laughs> Ew. All right. <laughs> three pumps and he's done. Blessing and a curse. Actually, this was four uh, – no, it was three games. Damn it. Very <laughs> very on brand. Very on brand to me. <laughs> All right. The, tit- or the Colts are traveling to Tennessee where the Titans are getting are giving three points. Who are you picking, Colts or Titans? Who did I text you? Because now I feel like I want to go the other way. The I really want to go Titans. You're going to go Titans? I want to switch my pick and go with the Titans. All that right. defense looks stout. This is 100% final now that it's on record. Yeah. And, you know, they are who we thought they were, okay? You can count them if you want to. <laughs> Still got to play football. You think, yeah, well, you think, I don't know. I think uh, I think the Colts are a better football team than the Browns, even with Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback. So I think they're good, but I think that defense is a little bit too stout for the too stout. Nice football terminology. Yeah. All right. Too stout. The Patriots, as we mentioned and teased earlier, are traveling to the Dolphins, where the Dolphins are getting 18 and a half points at home. That is absolutely oh fucking absurd. And I'm sticking goodness. with 18 and a half because it was 18 and a half at the time. I looked this up before we hit record. So. Oh, wow. Who are you taking? Oh, man. This is a tough call. Give me the Patriots. All right. Very soon. And as a side wager, side wager. I'm gonna say Antonio Brown is on the field for half of the offensive snaps. Really interesting. I'll put I'll put a bottle of whiskey on it. AB, you and me, proper twelve or equal value. AB fifty percent of snaps. All right. Are we are we doing that? I'll agree to it. Okay. You heard it here first, Flan. I'm excited to see what Stu Finer and uh, Big Cat say on Barcelona Sports. Well, we're doing our own gambling thing right now, okay? Wow. Something important. We like to gamble. It is fun. <laughs> Your wild card game, Tim. You get to pick. What's what's who is it? What's going on? Um, let me look at my text message to see what I text you because I've been uh, also texting with someone else about betting. So Minnesota minus two and a half, even though I have yeah. them. I even though I have the game at three. So, but if you want to make up your own spread, you're cool. You could do that, I guess. So my whole thing about the whole even point spread is I hate it because there's a chance of tying. So. I don't like that, man. I'm just looking at so what, what Caesars is providing. Battle, I'm just looking at what Caesars is providing. That's Caesars' fault. They're hedging their own bets. Oh. Well, in that case, they're going to Green Bay, Wisconsin, where the people own the team. And there's a guy who went to Butte College by way of Cal, or vice versa. I really don't care. Butte shot to Cal, a yeah. shot, shot a shot to Aaron Andrews, I think, on ESPN. No, but I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I shot a shot on, on the skills competition. Yep. And there's only one thing I can say to that. Skull! Skull! 
Skull! <laughs> Give me my bloodline. Vikings. Plus two and a half or plus three? Man, do plus three. Or they're going to win by ten. Oh, wow. Okay. Dalvin Cook, 219, two touchdowns. Adam Thielen, 139, a touchdown. Steven Diggs, quiet game. Stefan. Quiet game. I call him Steven, okay? It's okay. just like the Stefan, Steven, Urkel episode. Okay. He's stepping back in that machine. Okay, then. He's having a quiet game. Four catches, 86 yards. Quiet. <laughs> a meek, a meek performance. A meek. That's only 12 points in your PPR league. Uh, well, you know. Look forward to seeing it happen. All right, Tim, any more parting shots before you go? You know, I was really tempted to pick against the Steelers just after that week one performance. Yeah, dude, it was pathetic. I'm going to be really mad. I'm going to be super aggro at the fucking bar next week if they if, if they drop it to the Niners. I'm going to get be getting fucking belligerent week three at Osceolos, and I really I really hope that they give me something to celebrate. And I'm actually a really happy drunk, so I'll probably find an, a silver outlining about that. But I'm also... <laughs> I'm but, happy drunk too, and I get pissed. But that's sports. the thing, is right. Like uh, then the sports fandom kicks in, and it's like maybe maybe I've just been riding that summer vibe of just like, oh, dude, I'm drunk. It's summertime. Like there's literally nothing to be worried about. Fuck all those student loans that you have to face because tomorrow's not even promised. Whatever, liberation. No, fuck that. On, Freedom. On Sundays, on Sundays, my happiness is controlled in the hands of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And when they go out and they perform like they did last Sunday. There is literally nothing to live for on Monday, all right? Except for the slight bit of optimism that comes with Tuesday, knowing that you're that much further away from that god-awful performance. <laughs> because in the moment, it was just like, okay, I won fantasy. That's the one little silver lining. We put a Band-Aid over this gaping wound now. Like, and then it just got continued to get more and more embarrassing. I'm done bitching about it. We're on to Seattle. Where you're going to lose. No. Wrong. Russell. Wrong. Wrong. Wilson. Thank you, Tim. Russell we'll... Danger Wilson. Tim, we will talk to you later. Bye, All right, Tim. Just don't follow up Brett Musgrove, okay? Bye, See you, Tim. Tim. See Bye, Tim. guys. Put up or shut up. It's time for... Lytle's Locks. Dude, I'm actually pretty glad that that music is back. I'm not going to lie. And that means that Billy Lytle is joining us for another edition, week two, of Lytle's Locks. Bill, how's it going? Pretty good. It's a literal music to your ears. It really is. It really is, because it just means, you know, you like that delay. It really is music. That was a dramatic-ass delay you had there, Bill. (laughs) I had to build the suspense up. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith shit. I appreciate it, man. Theater of the mind. He gets it. This guy gets it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we're going to obviously start off with the picks first, and then we'll we'll talk a little fantasy football shit at the end here. Uh, Looking back at last week, we have Tim's picks. We just got those in. I have Mateo's, too, so I'll be reading those off as we go. Uh... I went three and two. Tim went three and two. Flan, the big lead dog right now, four and one, a complete 180 from what he was doing last year. If you remember that, Flan, <laughs> we used to just think about what Flan would pick. It just nope, taking the opposite. That's what I used done. to wish I had his picks early. <laughs> it made it a lot easier. <laughs> and then Billy, you went two and three, and Mateo went two and three. So you guys are sitting there uh, at the bottom, cellar dweller right now, taking the uh, taking together. So any any bets last week that you regretted? I'm taking a look at your your history right now for the 2019 season. 
Carolina and Cleveland. Uh, Carolina and Cleveland came to beat or actually Texas too. Fuck the Longhorns, man. Hook them. Horns down. Yeah, but Colorado covered. Yeah, they did. They did. Needed that one. Otherwise, you would have been the lone lone resident in the cellar. What were the? Okay. What? I thought I won more than one NFL game. No, uh, no. I guess I just won the uh, wild card. No. Uh, no, you did not. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stats show. I'm checking the analytics department right now, and that is a negative Ghost Rider. So. Check your numbers. I am. I'm running that by the stats department right now. Stat boy, where are you? So yeah, you won on the color. You won on the Colorado game. You won on the Ravens wild card game. So that was a that was a good one. You definitely saw that one coming from a mile away, huh? They did cover. <laughs> they did. I like that text message that you gave me. All right. Bill, new week. Let's get it started. Arizona State, the Fighting Herman Edwards, are traveling to number 18, Michigan State, in East Lansing. Shout out to Lucas Spence, friend of the show. And Michigan State is giving 14 points at home. Mateo took Arizona State, and Tim took Michigan State. Who is Billy Lytle taking? Uh, well, you let off with it. Herman's still the guy down there. Yeah. You got to go with this storm and Herman's. Dude, 14 points, I feel like, is super disrespectful for Herman yeah. Edwards. How do they do yeah, last week? Yeah, I, I see them covering that all day, and Sparty hasn't been too impressive. No. Well, they're, they're undefeated, but, you know, it's like <laughs> the, the... Yeah, talk about two game, The third week into the season, yeah, Michigan State. I uh, do not have that result. You have to look it up yourself, Lance Hart. Wow. Wow. So, so stat department we got here. Yeah. <laughs> Stats department is a little swamped at the moment <laughs> with other calculations going on around. <laughs> All right. So he's taking Arizona State. I think that's an obvious choice there, too. I am too. Arizona State beat Sacramento State 19-7 last week. Well, there you go, dude. The, by 14, hey, the Hornets are strong this year. Not 14 points. I was about to say by 14 points. Did, did you see what the um, – some, some Stats department's dying. Some Arizona State fan of sign that said, Sacramento is not a state. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, sign of the day. I love it. Oh, man. Because it's facts. Can't argue. Inargu- inargu- Very smart. I'm still taking Arizona State. That doesn't change my mind. Who are you going with? You going with uh, the fighting Herman Edwards or the fighting Lucas Fences? I'm going to go with uh, Michigan State. Michigan State. FDW. No, I'm going to go Arizona Oh, okay. Luca, I'm so sorry. Flip-flop. No, but yeah, right? They were overlooking Sacramento I've State lifted the pen from the paper. Yeah. It's on audio now. Arizona You're good. State. Okay. Actually, you have till the end of the segment to change it if you want. All right. Next up, number nine, the University of Florida is traveling to Kentucky where the Wildcats are giving, are getting, excuse me, getting eight points at home. Mateo took Florida. Smart man. Tim took Kentucky. I'll take the lead on this one, fellas. You got to take Florida. All right? Uh, it's a, it's a shocker. I'm a, little, I'm a little worried that's a big point spread on the road, but at the same time, held their own against Miami. That was week one. Week two, shit pumped University of Tennessee, Martin, whatever, wherever that is. I mean, obviously in Tennessee, but uh, I just – Yeah, Martin, Tennessee, thank you very much. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think they, they – I don't think they really give it to Kentucky, but I definitely could see them winning by two scores. So for that, I am going to say the University of Florida. Flan, what say you? I'm taking uh, Kentucky. All right, well, fuck right off then. <laughs> why, why are you taking Kentucky? Any particular reason or just piss me off? I think on the road at Kentucky, hard place to play, SEC. I'm just guessing it's a hard place to play. I've no <laughs> <idea>. <laughs> uh, on the road, you know, 
Where would it rank? Where do you think? Where do you think Kentucky would rank now if they were to do an NCAA football twenty? And they had that list of rankings of the toughest places to play because that one would rank every single one of them. I feel like Kentucky would be somewhere in the 70s. 69. Yeah, there you go. All right. Solid. There you Solid go. ranking. Nice. <laughs> it's a nice ranking. All right, Bill, you take a Florida or Kentucky? Uh, football, correct? Yes. Uh, then Kentucky's going to lose. Okay. But are they going to cover? Uh, no, I see the Gators all the way here. Kentucky lost five players in the draft last year. One of them I don't think they've ever had more than one player drafted one like of them in a being single draft. Benny Snow to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Actually, so, yeah, what a reach. You're going to flip-flop again? <laughs> flip-flop again at Florida. Flan changed his mind no, due to I, recent Billy, information. Billy, Billy had a very strong point. Five <laughs> players in the draft. Inside information <laughs> has led me to change my yeah, mind. Yeah, not only Josh Allen, but there's four other yeah. So and Four I just others think, taken. I just think that Florida's got what it takes to beat them by nine points, or well, you know, eight and a half. No bias there. No. Well, <laughs> you know, it's whatever. That's a, a ignore that. All right. All right. Moving on. We have the University of Hawaii traveling to number twenty-three Washington, where the Huskies are giving twenty-one and a half points at home. Flan, lead us off. Mateo took Hawaii. Well, both is Mateo Hawaii, and Tim Hawaii took Hawaii. in the Pac-12 or something? They played Oregon State and Arizona this year. Right? Mountain West. That's just who they decided to uh, schedule. Because they're getting paid money. Those teams are paying Hawaii to show or pay, to play Hawaii. Sick. Unless, this is no, back-to-back Pac-12 no. opponents for Hawaii. This they is their OSU third. last week. Good this God. is their third. Oh, is it they, played, they played Arizona first. Yeah, well, Arizona went out to Hawaii, so I doubt that Hawaii had to pay for that game. But I think they, took, they got money for these past two if they've been on the road. So... That's on Hawaii's. No, AD that for... game was in Hawaii last week. Oh, okay. Well, then excuse me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. Well, all I could say is that they, you know, it just worked out that way for the Pac-12. They just decided to go Pac-12 heavy. That's where they want to use their measuring stick. They're in the fucking Mountain West Conference. It's not like they're taking on the SEC. Like, well, yeah. If you they could, a, if they could beat these, like if they could beat these, they got to with a little conference like that. Above to slightly above average, thanks to Washington on the on the schedule. Teams in the Pac-12, then they think to themselves, "Boy, maybe we could take on I don't know the Big 12 before we try to take on the Big 10 and then the SEC." You know, or maybe they maybe they go from the Pac-12 to the American Conference. I don't know. It depends on how disrespectful they want to get. Why just go play get. Florida and have a six-hour time change in one week? They did that in like 2013 or something like that, really? and Florida shit pumped them. Yeah, because of the time change, it was unfair to those poor. Well, it is on like, the like, island. Good, like yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous. So, uh, Flan, you're gonna take who? Which game are we talking about? Washington, oh, Hawaii. Okay. I was like, my mind was on Florida for a second. Um, <laughs> I'm playing Washington. All right. No, no worry that the Huskies blew that game it's against Cal last spread, week. Though, it? it is a big spread. It's minus 21 and a half. They have to win by 22 points, man. <laughs> decisions, decisions. And this is the same Washington team that got upset by Cal after that eight-hour rain delay where the game didn't finish until 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh... Hawaii, I'm Hawaii. Okay, going Hawaii. He's probably going to change his mind again. <laughs> I'm running out of room on this paper for you, man. Yeah, get ready, to, get ready for his cha- mind change after I left, my analysis <laughs> I, left, I left a little space, yeah. So, Bill, hit us with your analysis for this game. Uh, this is going to be – I didn't realize they had played uh, Arizona week one at home, so this will be their first road game going into Washington, and they could not even cover against OSU last – I mean, OSU is a JV – or junior college. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Are they? Are we sure about that? That that foot that football team is atrocious. That they t- have been for. A couple they got the of years turnover now. chainsaw though, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Do they do that every time they throw a pick? No, I was gonna say, do they let the other team have it when they give a turn when they get a turnover? Like you know, when they, when yeah, they give the ball away because that's that saw would run out of gas if they ran it for <laughs> their turnovers. <laughs> oh no! All right, so you're gonna take. But yeah, they I, they, uh, they beat them by a field goal OSU last week at home. I don't I don't see them covering their first road game. I am extending the invitation to you right now because this is gonna be one of those games where it's Pac-12 after dark, and Flan and I will be at Osceolo's watching this game. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Pack 12 after dark at Osceola's, man. Just getting <laughs> shitty on a Saturday night, right? Just getting nice and prepped. Oh, wow. So, uh, it's extending the invitation, the Olive Branch, for you to come out and actually watch this because we're actually putting entertainment porpoises and possibly some some uh, future wagering down as the... Um, An attempt at a wine dine in 69. No, huh? well, no, I'm not going to take you home. I just want to take your money, you know? So, you're going to take Washington, huh? Oh, yeah, they're covering. That's uh, going to be a blowout. Washington's covering. I, sir, say nay, and I think Hawaii can cover. Three scores? Three scores? This has backdoor cover written all over it. Hawaii yeah, is going to be a heartbreak. Hawaii's just getting worked the entire game. They're probably losing by like 27, 28 points for the majority of the game, and then boom, garbage touchdown with a minute 30 left to put them in just in there. Then now they're trailing by 19 or something like that, and, you know, I mean um, – uh, Washington's not going to travel down the field when they recover that onside kick. They're just going to kneel it out, and then the game ends, and, and it's a backdoor cover. That's exactly what's going to happen here with Hawaii. This does have uh, the first thing you're going to see after the Monday night game on SVP Sports Center. Oh, this has yeah. bad beat written all, all over, it. over it. Yes, 100%. But I, still, I would not be surprised if I see the Hawaii logo. But you're sticking night. with Washington? I will stick with Washington. I'm not. He's got courage. Go with my, stick with my guns. Courage and his convictions. Flan, you still have the opportunity to flip back if you want to. No, nope, not flipping back. Okay, there you go. Sticking with Hawaii. Courage and your convictions. Mm. All right, uh, next up, the Colts are traveling to the Tennessee Titans, where the Titans are giving three points at home. Tim took the Titans. Mateo took the Colts. Billy, what's going to happen in this game? Uh, I'm buying into this Titans hype. Mm-hmm. They were pissed off, mm-hmm. overlooked. Wow. And uh, they kept Chubb intact last week. He didn't really go for much. Yep. Mac was huge last week for Indy. Mm-hmm. So they can keep him under wraps. What else does Indy have? Mm-hmm. I agree. How did the Chargers let him do that, they, by they, the way? They got, well, is Darius Leonard, is he hurt or is he good to go? Because I know he got shaken up in week one. That's their, Ooh, that's their I, second, I know. That is second year linebacker best. who's, who's yeah, he's hella good. And just to put it plain and simple. And then they have T.Y. Hilton. They also have Ebron and Jack Doyle. I want to see more out of Brissett. That offensive line is still filthy, man. Like, I just, there's three points. Oh, fuck. It's a, that's a tough one. I think the Colts could honestly win this one outright to on the road. So you're going to take the Titans? I will take Titans at home. All right, Flan, who are you taking? I'm taking Titans too. You take the Titans as well. All right, well, I'm my gonna, guy Delaney Walker. I'm gonna buy into my big. former Florida Gator Jacoby Brissett, and I'm gonna say that the Titans get it done. They were not too far away from beating the Chargers last week. Okay, Chargers escaped with that victory. Well, they can just shut down uh, Marlon Mack. That- and the Chargers are a better football team than the Titans. You heard it here first, even with all their injuries. Yeah, the Chargers do not like to play until like week eight, though. Yeah, that's when they come. That's when they come really alive. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they went out from there. But they usually like to start about <laughs> two and five. All right, moving on to the next game. This is probably this is historic right here. This is honestly probably never ever happened ever in the history of sports sports gambling. A home 
uh, a home dog by this margin. It's absolutely ridiculous. The New England Patriots are traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are getting 18.5 points. That was at the time I wrote this down. Tim informed us that it's since changed to 19, but we are using the 18.5. 18.5 points. That is ridiculous. Both Mateo and Tim took the pats. I'm going to take the lead on this. For this one, I'm trying to remember the order because I, I make sure we go first. Sorry, guys. Uh, honestly, this is still early. I know the Patriots came out firing on all absolutely all guns, but I really think that Belichick likes to give games to his former guys. And Flores is not going to get very many games. This could be possibly the only game they win this year. Uh, who am I kidding? They're not going to win this game. But I think eight, 18 and a half points. Again, this Why is one. Take Dolphins money line on that this, one. No, I'm not taking Dolphins money line. That's I was starting to talk like I was about to, but uh, 18. But I heard. 18. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't worry. It's not. That's not happening. Uh, 18 and a half points. I mean, come on. This is another one where I feel like it's a backdoor cover. It's got Hawaii written all over it again. You're just getting shit pumped the entire way, and then maybe you throw Rosen out there and he makes something. There's always that one game, the very beginning of the year, where somebody gets sh like crushed, and then the whole Alabama versus. The pro team comes out. Oh, absolutely. Within the week two comes on, they have a decent showing. It's right already happened with the Dolphins. They did it after week one. No, no. Out. And then the, the, I feel like this is a game where they're going to come out and be. They're not going to win. But look, guys don't want to be there, and I don't know if that rumor is true. If it is, if it is, that sucks. That's unfortunate. But I also think that this is you as a professional athlete. You went out and just got absolutely fucking disrespected last week. See, and I know it's a tough sledding with the Patriots coming into town. But what, what, what better way to show not only the rest of the league. But, you know, for future contracts, you know, for whoever's on this team, that you're able to go and at least cover. So, you know, you don't have to win the game. Just cover. Bill, what what say you? I think that that was fucking outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> outrageous. Oh. What, was what did you see last week that would put any of those thoughts in your mind that they could pull oh. together when I think they had five veterans asked to be traded after the game, like, in the locker room. It's a gut Just feeling. A, it's I'm a done. gut. It's a gut feeling. They it's got a, Team Bull Avante Davis is out there. <laughs> half of them aren't going to show up in the second half when they're down 34 to 3. So you let the young guys step in and fill the void. All right. I'm calling on yeah, you. Yeah. No Miami Miracle. I'm calling on you, Mike Jacecki. I'm calling on you, Kalen Bellage. I'm calling on you, Xavier Howard. I'm calling on you, uh, who's it? Mika Fitzpatrick. All right. I was about to start naming off some Dolphins that just got traded. Nope. Tunsil Steals. They're gone. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Fitz, Gas mask, man. Fitzpatrick is probably done. Remember when that shit happened during the draft? That was amazing. That was yeah, that was dirty. Whoever did that to him, that he was fell. we did. It, we, that was the first draft special that we did on the podcast. Remember, we looked up at that and we we're just like, "Oh my god, it's yeah. terrible, man." The yeah. guy ends up being a dolphin because of it. Those that were, was just mean. Those were the days. All right, so Billy's taking the Patriots. Flynn, who are you taking? I'm taking Pats. All right, I think it goes without saying. All right, moving on to the wild card game. Fellas, what did you say, Jeff? I took the Dolphins to cover. Sure I heard that. Yep, I said it. It's on file here. You can call me outrageous, but if that's the only game I lose this week, then so be it. I'll, I won't feel bad about it. But uh, watch that be the only game I get. All right. Um, the wild card game. Flan, lead us off here. Which NFL matchup? You get to pick your. You get to pick the game. Last week, you totally bitched out and went with the Niners on a pick 'em. All right. Absolutely ridiculous. So I don't know what that was about. Please tell me that there's a little bit more backbone this week with a pick. Um, I'm gonna go. I like. I'm take. I'm gonna go with your Steelers, Jeff. Steelers at home beating the Seahawks. Yeah, you're gonna take them with the four points. Yeah. 
or what is it? It's four and a half. Pittsburgh's giving four and a half points. You agree with that? Uh, yeah, I, I just what I took. Just want to make sure. <laughs> just want to double check. All right, fuck <laughs> off, Lan, because that's what I took too. But I'll get you. I'll get to the analysis later. Bill, who's your wild card pick? Um, I think they're gonna do it two weeks in a row. They already took one down, one team from New York, broke their hearts. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo, like the Buffalo Bills. Bills. Oh my goodness, Buffalo minus. Go, they are going into the Meadowlands, and they're gonna break some hearts there. Are they playing the Meadowlands two weeks in a row? Uh, the other game was in Buffalo, I believe. Oh. Yeah. So Buffalo going to the Giants. I have the spread here that Buffalo is minus one and a half. Mateo punched, I added it too. Mateo punched his in at two and a half because he also took the Buffalo Bills at minus two and a half. So I'm going to put you down for two and a half. Is that okay, or do you want two? Well, it's, well, it's me in the middle. I wrote down two. You want two. Okay. So Billy's taking Buffalo minus two. And, yes, uh, Mateo took Buffalo minus two and a half. So that's the number that he sent me. And I have Tim down. I wish he'd use Caesars. That's what I'm using. All right. And then Tim. You got to let me know. Minnesota plus three. All right. Well, now you know. So which one? Yeah. Which one were you looking at? I honestly don't remember. Oh, I think okay. I was looking at one of the ones that had a bunch of them up. There's Westgate, William Hill, Unibet, Bet, Bet Radar. Okay. Um, so Tim's taking Minnesota plus three. I, too, am going to take the Steelers minus four and a half. There's no way that you get embarrassed in national TV like that. You don't bounce back. And furthermore, the Seattle Seahawks are not the New England Patriots, so I feel pretty fucking good about this, that they can win by, you know, at least a touchdown. So Andy Dalton threw for two field goals. like 8,000 yards, I think. Yeah, so we're going to see one of those. Dante Moncrief has to catch at least something. I mean, that's ten dude, targets. Dude couldn't catch the cold. All right, so ten I, targets. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. He caught like a pass for eight yards. And he needs to be able to hold on to those balls. So that way, some of the attention is taken off of Juju. So that way, Juju can be the number one that we know that he can. He be. dropped a touchdown or two, didn't he? Yeah, I, they they all did. They all played like absolute <laughs> garbage, man. I just I thought about that one sound clip of the uh, soccer coach. I forget what nationality it is, but it's just describe the play of your team. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And it was just that was one of those sometimes maybe shit moments. Yeah, big you know? shit. Big shit. Big shit on national television, man. It hurt. It hurt. Right. Eight and a half corks. Ah, but all right, whatever. So that's Lytle's locks. Now let's move over quickly to the cohort sports report, fantasy football league. Raise your hand. Well, no, you, you, we're on a podcast. Never mind. Say aye if you won week one. Aye. Do you guys know? Oh, aye. Aye. Yeah. You won. Oh, Flan. Fell short. Bill holding strong. 133, yeah, I, I 124. Yeah, with Lamar Jackson. You had Lamar Jackson, and I had. Uh, I had uh, who was the wide receiver that went off? You had Sammy Tom Watkins. Brady starting, dog. I also had Sammy Watkins, so thank you very much. That was my top oh, performer. Yeah, Sam, Some fan Sammy, you are. Sammy went off. Sammy, Tom Brady, and Amari Cooper were my top three scorers. So, <laughs> Flan, uh, D Hop, Josh Jacobs, and Odell Beckham Jr. You're on to something there. You're on to something. So. What are your thoughts on week two? What, Who do you what, guys play what week is two? the scoring in this league? It is so confusing. I it's don't very, know. It's rather simple, actually. Thank you very much. So, Defenses are getting like 30 points or something like that? N- wrong, wrong, wrong. Defenses start out with 18, and then they lose points from then on out. Okay? 
It's just that's that's basically what it is. Your defense has to play stellar to put on points. Yeah, it does. The Ravens only got twenty one. Yeah, so they it has three to be points. Has to be amazing. The hell is to, that? It, it's high. It's it's high incentive for reward on interceptions and fumbles and stuff like that. It's I got rid of the whole yardage and the points thing. It's all that's kind of mixed together on the on a scale on a sliding scale. So, you know, well not a sliding scale, it's a set scale. So don't, I don't like it. Don't worry about it. It's PPR for wide receivers, quarterback, same thing, man. One point every twenty five yards. The big play bonuses have been dropped a little bit by one point each because those are getting ridiculous. But, you know, I just can't help it if uh, if you got guys that are going off, you know. You like to see that action. Yeah, exactly. You about that action. <laughs> All right, so looking ahead this week, uh, do you guys play each other? Oh, no, okay. So I Bill, got, uh, Bill taking on Tyler. Hillary. Yeah, and <laughs> Flan taking on DeWald, who you might might be able to jump out on an early lead on him. He's covering the debate in Houston this week, so I don't know if he's gonna be paying attention to any possible Sunday night, or I mean Thursday night games that he's got going on. Let's take a look at this real quick. And so far, he has no, oh, he's got Curtis Samuel playing on Thursday and the Panthers defense. So I guarantee he does not set that lineup. So uh, you are a Falcons fan tomorrow, Flan. Momentarily, what are you gonna do about DeAndre Hopkins? He's questionable. He's playing. Don't they play Tampa? He's playing. Yeah, they play. Houston. No. Uh, no, Carolina plays Tampa. Carolina plays Tampa. Oh, excuse me. My bad. Yeah, my bad. You're a Buccaneers fan. Oh, good fucking luck. Never mind. Might they had seen. a good commercial earlier. Might be a good standing there. Some lady was cooking ribs and turned it in uh, Carolina. Looked good. An absolute 50-50 per win percent probability right now. Absolutely unheard of. Bill, you have a 56% chance of winning projected uh, off of going right now. Dede, what I'd like to hear. D.D. Westbrook, huh? Interesting. Mitch Trubisky's your backup quarterback? Good Lord, man. You better hope that Lamar Jackson doesn't get hurt. He's going he's gonna to turn it around. Wow. Who Mitch was uh, like a top eight quarterback last year. In nap, though, in week one. Jesus Christ, that was awful. God, yeah, awful. Yeah, he was on my bench. It wasn't really you got, a big deal. You got some picket. Why is Andrew Luck still in the free agent pool? Jesus. And then you ain't got much to pick from around here in the waivers. It's Matt Stafford, Jacoby Brissett, the beige water pistol, Andy Dalton. You got Joe Flacco, Case Keenum, Eli Manning. These are Gronk would be a great stash for the yeesh. playoffs. Yeah. Do we have an IR spot? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I Does he it. fill that? <laughs> Does the out count? I don't know. Does the R stand for retired? All right. Thank you very much, Bill. Do you have any parting words before you go? You know, stay safe out there. Have a good weekend. All right, and we'll, uh, listen to these picks because uh, I think yours are pretty wrong. Okay, well I'm looking at it right now. We uh, picked. This I was gonna say plans, but I think ours are almost. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> no. Flop flopping, flipping flopping. You and Flan uh, line up actually on four out of six games, where Bill, nice. you and I only line up on three out of six games. So but there will be blood. I like it. Actually, only two two out of the six games. So there you go. Perfect. Yeah. We're going to find out who's got the, the right picks there, huh? All right, so uh, possibly we're going to pencil you in. We won't pen, we won't put it in pen, but we'll pencil you in for Saturday, Pack 12 After Dark. Pencil it in. Pencil it in. I'll buy a round. Come on. Don't be All stinge. Right. All right. We'll talk to you later, Bill. Sounds good. All right, see you, Bill. Bye, Bill. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner. Ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Always fun to do that segment with Bill. I, you know, the gambling, man. It just keeps things interesting. It's like not only who's going to win, who's going to cover, and what, what takes care of my fantasy. It's all it's a giant package deal there.
winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Flam, first up, I have Kobe's IG captions. Dude's been getting fleece. You mentioned this earlier. Uh, the first one, he talked about the mentality of his daughter's basketball team a couple years ago when I believe they were all like eight or nine. Excuse me. And then he uh, clarified it today, saying, sorry if it came across as a slight. Trust me, it wasn't. Just giving them a reason for not being in the pick. They chose to not smile for the pick. I actually followed their lead. Our team has become family, and this includes the seventh player. So there you go. Addressed it. Winner or loser, the fact that Kobe just can't turn the Mamba mentality off forever. I think it's so awesome he's doing this for his kids. So alpha. So alpha. Okay, W for Kobe. Moving on. Russell Westbrook is apparently unhappy with his 2K rating. He saw the rating and told Jimmy Fallon, to me, this doesn't mean shit. No one cares. Loser. Loser. Russell Westbrook. All right, I'll follow that lead. It's 2K, man. The ratings are all over the place. It's really bad. We all know you were getting a big L anyway. He's improved as a player, man. I'm still thinking that game is not going to age well at all, but I'm saying as a team player, he's improved slightly. That's all it's about is getting better. It's getting better. It's it's about taking 11 years to become a better team player. That's what it is. That's really what it is. Growth, man. Growth. Spiritually and physically. All right. How about this? Next up on the winner's losers list, expanding scoreboards. The Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia has debuted. It's uh, the, the TV screen basically just opens up and butterflies, man. It's crazy. It's it's ridiculous to watch. Winna. Winna, yeah. winna, It's going like, to like, be dope. I like a big scoreboard. Dope for uh, – helps my house. It's going to be dope for the Flyers and the Sixers games. Uh, they, again, yeah, no, even bigger. And then when they do UFC events there too, it's like, you know, you have a giant, giant ass jumbotron up there. But, yeah, the expanding – Expanding scoreboard is pretty cool. Yes. All right, next up on the winner's losers list, Demarcus Lawrence. I want to give this guy the W right now for staying so true to the Cowboy brand. You saw that kid in the Giants jersey come up oh trying yeah. to get his autograph. Oh he said, yeah. hell no. And he's trying to get that kid a, a jersey for Christmas because he said if he had a Cowboy jersey, I'd have signed it for him. So that kid just might get a Cowboy jersey, send it to Demarcus Lawrence, get it autographed, get it back. Although that's absolutely blasphemous if he's a Giants fan, but whatever. The kid just wanted an autograph. But still, good on you, Demarcus Lawrence. You, t- you hold this W. Good job, kid. All right. No, the kid, terrible decision. And his parents should have, his parents, Demarcus Lawrence was doing the work of his parents. Should have let him know right away. You are not going to get an autograph from, from him. Next up on the winner's losers list, I have the Los Angeles Chargers of the San Diego, Los Angeles region area. And Hunter Henry goes down, and this team is just, is it, are they cursed? Are the Chargers cursed? You're lucky if they can make it through training camp without a minimum of four, four to five injuries, and then they lose guys throughout the year, and somehow this team is always in the mix for wild card weekend, sometimes the division, like they were last year. King Phil. But, they, but there's, that's another one of those teams, man, that you, that you like to talk about that's just in the middle of mediocrity. Never the worst team in the league, but never the best. They're always going to get that middle of the, middle of the draft They're draft team that they I'd, I'd hate to be a fan. Every year, you, every year you feel like you have a chance, and when the playoffs come around, you just... You don't. You don't. It's a, fu- it's a mirage. And that was something that I was becoming accustomed to as a Steeler fan as of late, is that you think you have this chance, and you don't. Now I've back to brainwash myself to where the Steelers have a chance. Chargers... <laughs> I'm, I can't brainwash myself to say that the Chargers have a chance, man. They're dropping like flies. And your you're starting running back is aging. You're going to have to load manage him. You hope that the backup can carry the load. And then Phillip Rivers, you know, I mean, I love Phillip Rivers. He's a great quarterback, but he's good for, you know, two, two picks a game, usually two, three touchdowns, but two picks a game for sure. You can't be turning the ball over like that, Phillip Rivers. No, 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 no. You know better than that. Yeah, you know better. But they are always in the games coming down to the wire, which is insane. Yeah. Wild. 
All right, next up, I have USA Basketball. So we're going to give the Chargers an L because we think they're crazy. Okay. Next up, I have USA Basketball. They were eliminated from whatever fucking world championship. It's an L. It's an L, but it's also an L on the NBA players that chose to decline because you just brought shame to the country in USA Basketball. Who cares? It's FIBA World Cup. It's uh, not the Olympics. It's true. Okay, I'll chill. Although I will say strategic advantage to international competition because in the NBA – where these are, you know, growing up in America, not just the NBA, there's a, uh, a well, high school. No, I take that back. In college, there's a no defensive second. There's really no excuse because there's a no defensive three seconds call in international play, but that also doesn't exist in college or, I believe, high school. So the American kids should have been used to it. But in G League and NBA, they call the defensive three seconds, which, I, you know, whatever. So the European bigs were just free to post up and hang in there. So there's no penetration. It was all drive and kick. Jump shots weren't falling. You know, I mean, you can't be surprised. It's a young team full of not even C-list players. Like you watch every game. C-list players. C-list and below. C-minus and below was what we got. The best player on the team was Kemba Walker, and Kemba's a B-plus, but the law of averages brings that down. Okay? Jason Tatum getting hurt didn't help. Jalen Brown didn't show up. Hashtag triggered. It was top-heavy. <laughs> they, the, they were the warriors. Of this. That USA basketball team was a young-ass version, a young NBA future-ass version of the Warriors. So top-heavy and no bench or no, no supporting cast. No superstars wanted to come out. No, I would just watch the highlights, and I'd just be like, this is, why are we giving this so much time? And now here I am giving it so much time. <laughs> I don't understand All why. right, I gave a quick L, and you kept going. Real, though. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. All right. Maybe not. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Flan, next up, Khabib's camp is saying that there will be no Khabib Connor 2. Meanwhile, Connor is responding to Poirier's comments about a rematch. What do you think is going on here? Is this a win-loss for McGregor? What's up uh, it's here? It's a loss. McGregor lost the whole rematch when he got just mm-hmm. annihilated. Okay. All right. So it's a loss for McGregor, and Khabib still wants to fight Tony Ferguson. He just needs to take some time off to recoup and hit another camp and toss around some rocks and wrestle bears and be ready to go to that fight dude's good. Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson's a freak, though. I will say that. Tony Ferguson has the conditioning of an absolute monster. This guy could go 10 rounds, probably. And his pace that he fights at is ridiculous. He's always moving forward. He's a very good jiu-jitsu fighter. He's just had a series of freak injuries and circumstance that's kind of cost him his career. Like, he was an interim champion, and he slipped in his house and tore his meniscus or his ACL or something like that in his knee, and it kind of fucked him up. He's had a couple of shoulder issues, I think. But yeah, but otherwise, the guy's just a machine, an absolute animal. So I think he would be, to this point, on paper, I don't know how he size up in the octagon, but just looking at paper with the scouting reports, he would be the best to step to Khabib, the most intriguing, the one where I'd be like, yes, I'm for sure putting money down on Tony Ferguson. I'm not just going to put money down on Connor because of the heritage. Yeah. You know, So L for Connor. W for Tony Ferguson and Khabib. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Last up on the winners, losers, list fan. I have USC athletic director, well, former athletic director, Lynn Swan stepping down. What does this mean for USC moving forward? Is this a win or a loss? Uh, for UFC? USC. USC. Lynn Swan um, stepped down as the athletic director. Is this a win or a loss a for USC? So then everybody down there has been warning it for a while. Yeah, long overdue. Love you, Lynn. Steelers legend. But uh, costing USC some uh, some prime opportunities here. Huh? University needs to move forward, progress. The athletics department, at least. So, And you were holding it back. It's unfortunate. But. All right, that'll conclude winners and losers for this episode of the podcast. Flan, let's bring it on home with the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. Yes, that's
It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. And really, this segment is just us going on Twitter and looking at shit. So, Flan, did you see that Kevin Hart uh, has been released uh, from the hospital and is at home recovering after that accident? I did, I did. So, good for you, Kevin Hart. T's and P's still. Hope you get better soon. And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you um, um, rather soon. I know, that didn't, I know that sounded somewhat disingenuous. I apologize. I'm sorry. Um, just getting ahead of here. All right. And then Tim wanted me to mention this one. This is a tweet from Brent Musburger on the 8th of September regarding Mr. Antonio Brown. If you're a Patriot, fran- if you're a Patriot fan, believe in your grand wizard. Oh, <laughs> problematic verbiage there. Mr. B. Belichick. If you're a Steeler or Raider fan, believe that the most lethal Trojan horse ever has just been pushed deeply inside the secret kingdom. For all the rest, enjoy the ride. Now, this is laced with sexual innuendos, and there's no surprise here because Musburger, when he's not calling Raider games, is hanging out at the brothel, right, back in Vegas. He's got it on lockdown there. He's out there relaxed. But the Grand Wizard, alluding to KKK terminology, is what I think uh, Tim wanted me to refer to and raise alarm there. It's uh, cautious. Whoa. And then... The most lethal Trojan horse. I love the 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 imagery there because of the you know the the classic poem, but uh, Trojans being pushed deeply inside the secret kingdom. Hmm. 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 Brent Musburger must have been thinking about uh, AJ McCarron's wife there. Hmm. 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 For all the rest, enjoy the ride. Hmm. 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 All right, Brent Musburger. So thank you for that tweet. No idea what the fuck you were trying to get at. It's, I mean, I mean, I understand what he was, but just where that word, the word choice it came from is just, it, it doesn't sound, it probably would have sounded way better if he did it during a broadcast, but just the fact that it was said in a tweet is, you know, it doesn't carry the same, the same weight with, with, uh, with Musburger. Oh, Musburger there. Flan, you got anything for the pop culture update? Um, no, no. Actually, I do have something. There's a uh, new movie coming out next month on Netflix called Between Two Ferns about Zach Galifianakis trying to make ten shows in like oh across the country in a few days. It's starring Will Ferrell, Zach Galifianakis, obviously, mm. and a bunch of celebrities. Between Two Ferns movie. Yep, dude, those are some of the funniest videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Brad Pitt interview. <laughs> you ever think about making movies that don't suck? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I always wonder though if those guys are in on the joke I mean obviously now if he was to continue doing it you'd have to be somewhat aware that he's going to do it to troll you but when that first started out that would have been awesome to have been a producer just sitting there just on the edge of your seat just are we going to lose the talent right now (laughs) because he's actually going to fucking push all his buttons Jesus All right. I don't have anything else man this this show's ran long Jennifer Lopez could be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. I take it back. Stop the presses. Thank you, Jay-Z, for getting rid of Maroon 5 and Imagine Dragons and bringing us J-Lo. So, upgrade. Yes, maybe. Yeah, no Katy Perry. I'll take J-Lo. All right. All right, Flan agrees. All right, Flan, you got any parting shots? Anything to say before we go? No. All right. To the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces.
Hey, everybody done left, I need reinforcements All alone up in this world, so much could be an orphan I tell him shorty, yeah, she cool, but I don't need a girlfriend I'm trying to build up my estate and I don't need a whirlwind yeah, you will be the person I'm just connected with the angle You can see the cursive I see you best like with the shade And you don't need a curtain I swear I said no once And you a different person Yeah, finna give your girl some I'm on rebound shit Like I'm Dennis Rodman You hit me months ago I lie cause I already got some Shit, you broke up with me first So what's the fucking problem? Yeah, what's the fucking problem? Wouldn't even say that bitch If she was living got Peace and quiet lately Hella cool, it's fucking awesome I get a lot done nowadays By the pool before I couldn't breathe Suffocate 